without you, we are nothing. Father God, allow me to decrease on today, O Lord. Father, use me as your vessel on today, O Father God. Use my mouth, use my ears, use my hand, use my heart today, O Lord. Let it be less of me and I be reduced and you be increased invisible to everyone that hears your word on today, O Father God. What I surrender totally to you. I surrender and I ask the Holy Spirit to be with me, my words to speak for me and that you use me to give a message to your people, O Lord, on today. In Jesus Christ, mighty name I pray. Amen. Well, good morning, saints. How are you today? All is well. All is well. All is well. All is well. Well, we are blessed and we have the victory in our Lord Jesus Christ. I want to come to you this morning really quickly and just talk about something that, you know, God has really placed on me. Uh, has placed in my heart and as I have been um, you know working and uh, searching the internet and watching TV and watching the news and you can't help but see it everywhere you look around and even at work and whatever your occupation is the big thing is always about you 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 your image people look at you and, and one of the things I think that people always say when you know when you're starting up a your own career, your own business. You know, it's all about the brand. It's all about your image. You know, and I said, so well, let me look up the word image and, and see uh, what that word, how it's defined. So the word image is defined, the general impression that a person, organization, or product presents to the public. Mm. The general impression, impression, that a person or organization or product present to the public. Isn't that interesting? Because the world tells us that we have to be a representation of the world, that our image that, you know, we have to get lots of money, all the money we can, that we are nothing or nobody if we don't have all the things of the world, we don't act like the world, we don't see like the world, we don't do like the world. But guys, that you know, our loving Father, He created us in His image, in His glory, for His enjoyment, for Him. So if our image is what we present to the world, what is your understanding about you? You know, what I'm starting to notice that sadly, we have all failed the task of representing our father. So the woman of God often tells you guys, and she often jokingly say, you know, I'm God's favorite. And I start saying that a lot, that I'm God's favorite. Because if you know that you're somebody's favorite, that they favor you, you don't want to disappoint them. <laughs> Sin has shattered our image, the image that we betray of God, because we were starting to live the world way. We started to rebel against God's loving rule 
we start to pursue our own enjoyment and glory because that's what the world teaches us, right? So if you want to be scriptural about this thing, we go to Genesis 126. And if you'll follow me there, I'm going to read from the Amplified Version. It says, God said, let us, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, make mankind in our image after our likeness. And let them have complete authority over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, the tame beasts, and all of the earth, and over everything that creepers upon the earth. Now, if we are in the image of God, if we are living the way we want to represent our Father, we are doing the things of God because I often remind you guys that people are always looking at us because we are in the royal family. And if you take a look at the royal family, people have a special way of thinking how they should act, how they should how they should uh, be out in the world. Because they're always watching them. But the sad thing is that when you are part of the royal family, when you have this image that you portray, People look up to you. People are looking out to see what you do, to point out the good, bad, and the ugly. So we all fall short of the glory of God. God knew this from the beginning. That's why he gave us his only begotten son. But the great thing about our father is no matter what we do, no matter what we do in our, in our quiet time, in our secret spaces, no matter what we said that was wrong, no matter that wrong, what wrong reaction. You know, our Father loves us so much that He restored everything that we have wrecked. <laughs> That's why the woman of God, and I, and I thank you that she reminds me every day that God loads us up with daily benefits. He gives us daily blessings every day. He gives us the opportunity, guys, to let go of yesterday and start today off afresh. That's why we always say, oh Lord, let this mind be in Christ Jesus. Give us a renewed mind and renewed steadfast spirit, oh Father. These are the things that we should be praying for every day. Because if the impression that we give this world is not the image of our Father, then how can we because we are all called to give the word, to live the word out, to be the word in essence. How can we bring others want others to know about what that thing that she has? Hmm, I like that what she portrays. Ooh, she's always kind, she's always sweet. Well, even when you know she falls short, she's able to ask for forgiveness. She's able to apologize. How is that image of Christ being projected in your circle when people see you. When I when I think about images and how quickly, you know, the world will condemn us by the image we play because we are our influencers, whether we know it or not. We influence in our daily walk and how we engage with people. I remember back in 2006, Michael Vick was one of the biggest widely known quarterbacks in the world. He had rushed for over a thousand yards. And in that year, 2006, the Falcons, 
I was proud to be a part of the home team, and I'm a bandwagon fan, y'all. They had finished 79, and Michael Vick was probably one of the number one quarterbacks there was. Michael Vick had earned 25, $25.4 million during that time. But it was just a small choice that Michael Vick made, a very small choice. And we all gonna make bad choices. But because of the image, how we present ourselves, how we have built ourselves up, how we want other people to see us, when we fall short, there's no mate, there's no mercy and grace like our Father gives us. The world doesn't give us mercy and grace. It was one small bad decision to be around people, to be among something that wasn't right. This changed his entire image from earning $25.4 million to losing over $142 million in endorsements. Apparently, we don't realize how powerful images are. So if we're around people that are not representing the right image, it could cost us greatly. And we know money is not everything. This is just, just to show you how much we lose when we're not daily perfecting our image. We're not daily setting our word. We're not daily choosing to walk white. We're not daily choosing to forgive. So Nike and Rollins, and some of the big companies decided they want to terminate a relationship. And guys, sometimes when you are in the midst of people whose image is not the same image of Christ, sometimes that, that, that group that you, you're hanging around with, you have to terminate that relationship so that you can continue to move closer and closer to God. Because when you represent somebody, when you represent our Father, everything we do reflects God. God created us to represent Him and to declare His glory. It's as simple as that. The command that He gave us in Genesis 1.26 was to be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. Seems simple enough, right? But along with that command, <laughs> he gave us some things, some direction. He told us to be able to spread his glory and, his, and be his image bearers to the end of the earth. I know that's not easy to do at all times. It's not easy to bury the image of Christ. But saints, we have to run a good race and press on. And a lot of time, I think, as God image bearers, we sometimes distort his image. 
you know, we, we it's fun when we were kids, we were able to go to the carnival and I, I don't know, guys call it fairs where you are, um, where they have all these different type of mirrors, where they have these mirrors when you're looking now, you can, you know, see yourself being short, you can see yourself being tall, uh, stressed out and a lot of time when we look at these images and we see ourselves in those different light it causes us you know our faces and our bodies to be distorted and stressed out of proportion but you know our everyday lives look similar to this distortion in the mirror But yet our Father has chosen to take away our sins, to cause us to live in a world without kind of a mirror. So even though we have these disordered senses, we have these things that we might do when we're alone, we have this way of speaking unknowingly, we might mouth my might fall short, we might let our tongues get loose, we, we're not managing our tongue, and you know, as the young kids say, we might snap at somebody. Through all of this, do not know God lives in the midst of us. All of us who has distorted his image, he has given us grace and mercy and another opportunity. Did you not know we were the only part of creation that God gave the ability to love, to forgive, to have mercy. He didn't give it to anything else. He didn't give it to the birds. He didn't give it to the livestock. He didn't give it to the snakes. He gave it to us. There was no mountains made in his likeness. He didn't make any skies, any stars, any ocean, even things, these are things that God created, things of beauty, things like us of beauty that he created. He only gave us humanity. We breathe his life in. The ability to reflect his beauty, his character, his image. God lovingly, lovingly created us in his image so that he may be glorified through us. So guys, we do have instructions. We have to be accountable to our fathers. So that means that we have to be accountable for our actions on today. So I know every day we're not gonna get it right. He gave us an opportunity to do it again each day, but you still have to be accountable for your actions. You still have to live in a way that shows that you are God-centered or you have a purpose or you're walking into the person that God has given us. God intended for us to find great satisfaction in his image and in him. So even though our ancestors, they chose humanity, they chose life, they chose to override God's will and to walk 
in the image of God. Because you know, as being an image bearer, there's great value, responsibility, and accountability to our Father. We have another chance to get it right. Because I think a lot of times we blame it on, oh, I get that from my mother, or I look like my dad. Or they say, you act just like your dad, or you act just like your mama, because you look like them. You don't have to be them. And so that's the great thing about our Father. All we have to do is admit our sin and our distorted images that He's given us. Because He, our Father, has the only remedy. His redemption power, the redemption power in Jesus Christ. It's supposed to allow us to portray His image. So on today, I know a lot of us, we, you know, we look at ourselves and we're not happy with the way we look. We want to change our weight. We want to change our hair. We want to change our eyes and thinking that people are going to see us different. They're going to treat us different because we look different, because we, we have the long weave that go down our back and, you know, we, we have the latest fitting clothes or we drive the nicest cars or we're in the biggest houses. You know, we're living just like the Joneses. But are you living like Jesus Christ on today? Are you walking his image? We were created, saints. We were created to enjoy God's glory and reflect his image. I think a lot of times we don't realize how we've disordered ourselves. We've, we've caused our Holy Spirit to be shipwrecked. But thank my God, thank God, thank God, thank God for his loving redeemer and restore in spirit. Hmm. We even know our relatives, the ones they say we act like, we look like, they chose their own image over Christ. Try Christ give us another opportunity. As believers, we are called to be ministers of reconciliation. To call on believers to be reconciled to our living God. So I want you to remember as you're going out today, as you engage, you know, whether it be at work, phone call, somebody you meet in the street, people are watching you. They seeing how you react. As a woman of God say you have to speak light. Well, you have to confess, I'm made in Christ's image. I'm the king's daughter. In the areas that you are struggling with, that's when you surrender and you turn it over to God. And you say, I'm victorious. I speak life. I love my brothers and sisters. I will have the victory. Because it is your impression 
that are personally seeing. You represent citizens of the kingdom. So I'm going to ask you on again today. On whose image are you betraying? Who are you trying to be like? Are you trying to be like God? And you can only do that by staying in this world, building a relationship with him, spending time with him. Are you trying to mimic the world and who the world say we should be? God, I thank you today for making us in your image. Allowing us to have power. Dominion. The power over evil and the evil one of the Lord. Help us to continue to walk, to talk, and to represent you in your image in such a way that you can look down and say, I am well pleased. Oh Lord, we surrender you on today. Let us not entertain even a familiar voice that we submit only to you and your calling, O Lord. Let us be sensitive in our hearing, O Lord. Open up our hearts that we may receive your word. Etch it in our minds, O Lord. that we may not disappoint you in any way, shape, form, or fashion, or law. In these things I ask, in Jesus Christ's mighty name we pray. Amen.